I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. And today's a good one for you because we all get overwhelmed with planning our day and what to do with our kids, especially when they're really young, before school and even during the school time. But like just that schedule of the never ending search for the perfect routine, how to get through the day where you feel like you're having quality time, that you're teaching them something that you're just staying sane and getting anything done around the house. We're just always trying to figure out a better way to get it all done. And today I'm just going over the really tangible steps of how to create a schedule with your kids that works for you and doesn't lock you into this rigid thing that you abide by constantly and are super stressed about checking all the boxes. So get ready to get your schedule planned out in an easier, more relaxed way, and that you can feel confident that you've always got a plan and know what to do with your time. Real quick, before we start into it, I want to remind you, we are now at episode 98. We are almost there to 100. So if you have not gotten on the email list, You are not going to be entered to be one of the three people that wins a shopping spree on the Etsy shop for all the printables and the free um, one-on-one chat to figure out your personal, like customized. I will talk with you to figure out what works for your schedule and get that hands-on accountability of let's figure something out that's going to make you feel better and make your life a little bit easier. So there's plenty going on there and that's getting announced on episode 100. So if you wait to 100, it's too late. Go down in the show notes, get signed up for the email list so that you have a chance of winning. All right, now let's get into planning these routines. Okay, I've got a really practical episode for you guys today with how to create a schedule or routine with your kids. And so this is definitely going to look different based on how old your kids are. There's going to be different tweaking, but I'm going to give you just kind of an overall play by play of how to do this. And before I get into the details of it, I want to just kind of preface with a few, with a couple key things to just keep in mind as you go into this, because I feel like this is such a stressful piece and one that we feel so much guilt over that we're constantly trying to figure out what's going to work and what's the best routine and never quite getting there. And it's just a super frustrating part of motherhood of trying to figure out the routine. And then even when you do, then your kids change and you have to change it up, especially when they're little. So I know it's like a high stress point. And so we're going to try and refresh our perspective on this today and just take a deep breath and just kind of come up with some strategy that hopefully will help you feel good about it and make this process easier. So these couple key things, one, the beginning is going to be some trial and error. So you need to go into it knowing you're not going to craft the perfect routine or schedule from the get go. It's going to take some testing. You're going to have to play out that that schedule in a day 
in more than one day. You're going to have to do it for a few days and just see how things go because there's always the one-off days no matter what. You can create the perfect schedule and some days your kid or you are just going to be off and that's okay. (laughs) Have some grace. Um, But just going into this knowing that you're going to have to tweak it and it's not that you did anything wrong. That's just a natural part of the process to figure out what's a good fit for your particular kids and your schedule at that time. So I just want to clarify that upfront that you know it's a process. And then you're most likely not going to need this every day, which sounds so weird. Like you're supposed to have the schedule and routine and you abide by that every day, no matter what is kind of the mentality that we go into. And you know what? Some days things just flow. Like you're just all really enjoying an activity and there's no reason to stress yourself out of having to follow this strict time by time schedule every single day to not become obsessive over it um, on days that maybe you only need part of the schedule, not the whole thing, or it's completely off day. Like don't lock yourself in. Remember the core goal is just to have something that gets you through the day without everyone totally losing it all day and like scrambling of what to do, especially with toddlers of what to keep them busy. It's just how do you keep everyone occupied, happy as possible, and just get things done the way you need to. So just going back to that reminder of the purpose of the schedule, it's not to create something that you like, are just obsessed with, you must stay minute by minute on the specific schedule, because that's just going to cause you stress. It's not helping you get through the day and enjoy your time with your kids. So bring yourself back to that when you need to. And then a third piece to just kind of keep in mind up front, you're naturally going to try and overschedule this. You're going to try and cram it and you are going to try and do that. Like this 20 minutes, like step by step. And it's, it's going to feel like really intense (laughs) and a lot in, in scheduling all these things. Like it can it can look good on paper. And I feel like that's where we start. And we're filling in all the time. And then it's just too much because you're constantly switching to the next thing. And, and yeah, I mean, when your kids are young, it it is like, I know I would schedule, plan things out or ideas or pick a theme or something. And for that day, and it was like the activities were done in like 15 minutes. And then you're like, Oh, no, what do I do? So we're going to go over some of that, but that's where it's just like, you never know how things are going to go. And, and that's where there is flexibility. You need the ideas to fall back onto, but it's just a general transition time of like the overall focus of what you're doing throughout different times of your day and not locking yourself so much into specific activities because you're going to get hyper-focused on, no, right now is puzzle time. We can't do this other thing, even though even yourself, if you stop and think about it, like no one wants to do puzzles right now. But because that's on your schedule, that's what you're harping on and getting frustrated if no one's doing it. So you see how you can set yourself up for extra frustration instead of letting the schedule help you keep those things in mind. Again, that there's some trial and error. Not every day is going to be the same. Um, There's going to be times where you don't need it and just to not over schedule this thing. Okay. So let's start like you want to do the schedule. Where do we start? Step one, Um, you're going to identify 
first, like just the key transition times, the key elements of your day and start there. Like this is the same as like building your own schedule. And it's something you need to think about as well. Um, This is helpful to figure out your own ideal routine so that you can kind of craft things around it. But so you're going to start like having your paper and you're just going to write down, all right, the rough time they usually get up. When is breakfast? When do they get dressed? Have lunch? Like specific play times, bedtime, those key things that are usually around the same time, no matter what, that's what you're going to write down first. And then that's where you kind of craft your time in between those like hardcore, like anchor moments of the day. And with this step, I think it's um, helpful to incorporate your kids in the process. So they have some ownership of the routine and are more invested in wanting to do it. So these key things like eating and bedtime and maybe books, like brushing teeth, like morning routine types of things, do this part with them and go on Google or Canva or whatever and search just for some images, like some graphics that represent those things. So like a bed for bedtime, a toothbrush for brushing teeth, let them choose the image they want to go on their routine. It's just a helpful part. And so letting them pick those and so they're excited about building it together with you. Uh, That's a key kind of hack to, yeah, get them involved and want to participate. So let them pick those images. Um, You've got those main anchor times. And then this is where you have to be tricky with the rest of the time that you don't over schedule. But there's also that fear of like, we don't want to run out of ideas of what to do. And just that's when everyone loses it. So it's a balance here. We're going to start first by figuring out how to identify those blocks of times, like after getting dressed, before lunch, after lunch, maybe around nap times, if you're still in that phase. One thing you guys know, I like to think in categories and it's just easier to work things out that way. One option is to not get super specific on the actual activities, like literally listing okay, like doll play time, puzzle time, book time, um, games, like you don't have to get super specific on what you're doing, just picking categories. And you can even go way super broad here. And I, I came up with three just as an idea to kind of get you started. And maybe that's where your first draft of this schedule, and that may be all you need, but going with these three things of brain time, move your body time, and break time. So brain time, you can just kind of take that schedule where you already have those existing things we talked about of those main anchor, like eating and and naps and things like that. And then I break it up maybe into one hour segments. It might be 30 minute segments. This is where it's really going to depend on your kids' ages of what's going to be appropriate. But so let's take that brain time. These are going to be for more like obvious learning activities, like worksheets or something like that. Maybe it's learning games or learning skills around the house of how to sweep or how to do different activities there. Maybe it's um, just playing with like letter shapes. Again, it's going to depend on your kids' ages, but just identifying like, okay, this is brain time. We're going to 
work on growing our brains right now. And just whatever category of thing you want to do, you just kind of have that overall general idea of where to focus your ideas of what to do. And then move your body time. Pretty, again, explanatory, but that's where you're going to do outside time or exercise. And you can do those. My kids um, liked for a while, especially my daughter, the cosmic yoga, I think it's called the videos. And it's like a story and they're doing yoga poses. And so any activity of where they're just moving around, it can involve um, just playing with a ball inside or even playing with their dolls, just something um, where they're moving around and not just being super still. So you can, it's the whole gamut here of what can count as moving your body time. And it's good for you as well, because it encourages you to move around and not just be like sitting on the floor or on the couch, like doing things for a super long period of time. Make sure you insert some of these move your body time pieces and then break time. Relax, (laughs) just like free play. They can do whatever. This is screen time, TV time, whatever um, it needs to be where you're not generating the ideas where they figure out what they want to do on their own. And I mean, you know, they say how like boredom is good and good ideas come from that. We, I feel like we stress out, want to avoid that because it's when they're bugging us constantly of what to do and in our faces. But these three overall things is a great start. And being okay with one day you're in brain time, but no one's feeling it. Like it is just not happening. You know what? Skip to the next thing. It's okay. Don't force the activities based on your plan. Like if it's not working, it's okay. We're not the same every day. Switch it up. So that is the big key here. Whatever schedule you come up with, be okay with switching it up. This is just a framework to give you direction and get you out of like the panic of figuring out what to do all day to keep everyone occupied and entertained and happy as possible. Don't obsess over the specific rigid schedule. It just gives you a plan and gives you flexible options when it's not working. With this in mind, like keeping your family schedule in mind, if certain days look different for you when you're scheduling this out, maybe a couple days a week, your plans do look different anyway. You have built in um, switching out like outdoor time is in the afternoon. Sometimes it's in the morning, some days, just whatever you pick one day a week where you have an errand time where you go out and about or like a play date day every week, just kind of figure out um, some ways to move things in there and be okay with switching it up. It doesn't have to be the exact same plan every single day. So again, you put in your main anchor, wake up eating, getting dressed, and then you can block out these brain time, move your body time, break time, and just kind of alternate those or larger blocks of time, whatever fits. Like if you go to the park, that's, that can be an hour or two hour block of time potentially. And so not every day has to be the same. Maybe some days those certain categories are longer. It's whatever, like some amount of consistency is good. And that's where those main anchors, like if you just keep like lunchtime is usually around the same time. Um, Getting dressed breakfast is usually around the same time. Like figure out those things that are consistent. 
and then you can play with other things and keep it, keep it fresh and keep it um, exciting. And so again, this will just kind of help you keeping it more general that you're not planning like minute by minute of the day and feeling pressure to come up with all these activities and crafts. And that's where we get really overwhelmed. So just start with this first level of broad categories and start brainstorming. So the important piece of this in that flexibility of just kind of having these general categories of what to do is having a go-to list of ideas under each of those categories where you just kind of do a brain dump of things for that brain time. What are different learning type activities and just things that engage their brain? Having a go-to list for that and then moving your body time. And again, with even just break time, if you need some ideas of what to suggest there, but that it works really well, especially if you do have to switch out and be like, you know what, brain time is not working right now. We need to shift. You can have just some general go-to things that just like save the day. And sometimes you just need that distraction. So, I mean, things like that, pretty much a safe bet all the time. Going outside if you can is a great reset. An easy one is playing with balloons. Just always keep balloons on hand because I don't know why, but that is just the most entertaining at like any age, that's a guarantee win. The other guarantee win is playing with water. Um, so whether that's they get an early bath or you are letting them play in the sink with some toys, like have a little soapy water, or play outside, just somehow playing with water, it again, is almost like a never fail that it will reset them and be happy. So Having those couple things that are just like your go-to, things are falling apart, you need to bring it back. You have those couple things. And then just having that go-to list of ideas, like if something's not working or whatever you planned, you're just not feeling that day, you've got your list of ideas and you're not scrambling to come up with something. You don't feel that intense, overwhelmed pressure. So definitely creating the go-to list is super important when you have the schedule. Um, for how to insert that in. Okay, then the last piece to consider is as you do this, again, that trial and error component where you're, you're making the schedule, testing it out. So on that note, I don't recommend you making the fancy, amazing, like, ton of time spent, like, document, been there, done that, of creating this cool little schedule, print it out and hung up and then it doesn't work. And you wasted so much time creating that when it just doesn't work. So it can be a little scrappy, just handwritten at first till you figure it out. But to go through, cause it may, your kids may not respond well to it and you need to change it up or you may be in a complete different camp. So this feels so easy that we can, that idea of like, we can control this, like we can create a schedule we feel good, we have a plan, we can make it happen, and we make this routine. And then sometimes our kids throw a wrench in things. And for me, like, I loved creating the plan. And then my daughter completely like threw it out the window, because she does not respond well to having a list of things to do And that. Um, she's more rebelling against the structure. She just wants the freedom to do whatever, even if it's things she enjoys, if it's in that list, like it's a no go. So if you happen to have a kid that 
does not like a schedule for the day and the plan, it doesn't mean they don't respond well to a schedule. They just may not need to see it. So this may be just for you. So if you do have a child that does not like to get excited about looking at the schedule and being like, what time is it now? If that's not your kid, it's okay. Don't freak out. This may just be something internal for you that you have this schedule on your phone or wherever that you can kind of reference and flip to. And instead of being like, okay, now it's this time, it's going to be a little more of like, okay, so next, would you like to do books or puzzles? Would you like to go outside and run around or do like sidewalk chalk? It's that idea of just presenting two options instead of being like, okay, this is what we're doing next. You're gearing it into the category that you want but giving them two choices and letting them pick from that. And that may just be a better way to facilitate. They feel like they're getting to choose what's next and not being locked into a schedule, but yet you're still keeping things in a flow. So that's the sideline tip for if your kids, you go through all this effort and you're like, my kids hate this. What is going on? That that's a way to try and circumvent this um, kind of backlash for any of those who don't like the schedule. Most of your kids, I feel like if you're starting really young, um, they're going to respond well to it. And and my daughter liked picking the pictures when she was younger. And um, so, yeah, starting young is definitely good. But don't freak out. It's not too late. Whatever age they are, this is going to be helpful for you just to get through the day. So. Yeah, I hope this really helps you just have a new perspective on schedules and not being so stuck by them, feeling like you're trapped by it. But instead, it's a tool to help you have like a fallback plan, like you have an overall general guideline for the day. And that helps you figure out how to get through the day and have ideas and have things to do and keep everyone in a routine and you can find your spots in the day where you can get your tasks done that you want and that move your body time is like picking up time and you're doing some cleanup and um, it just helps facilitate you getting the things you need done as well. So make it work together. Don't isolate your schedule from your kid's schedule. Make sure you're thinking about these things together so that your whole day goes smoothly um, based on your personality. Go back and listen to those episodes of crafting your day and and figuring out the right things to put in the morning versus the afternoon um, and all of that. So, all right, you can start playing around with your schedule and making those brain dump ideas. And when you notice your kids enjoying an activity, write it down, add it to your go-to list. And if it's something they hate doing, maybe you need to keep a separate list of what doesn't work. You might wanna try it a few different times You know how it goes. Sometimes they love it. Sometimes they hate it. So don't give up on your first couple attempts. But let me know how your schedule goes and what you find that works well. Let me know. And I'd love to give you a shout out and share it here on the podcast so we can help each other have a more sane day and let it feel easier. Thank you for hanging out with me today. If anything was helpful or gave you new ideas or encouraging, would you bless one of your friends and share it with them? We're all in this together to make 
mom life easier. So please share. And my favorite thing is to hear from you. So please send me a message on Instagram or send me an email with any questions or comments or what you would love to hear more of on the podcast. And it would make my day. So reach out. And in the meantime, let's go check some boxes.